welcome back. Welcome, welcome. This is uh, episode six of The Generation Gap. And we are here. We are. <laughs> we are here. We are here. We are here. Um, uh, how has your week been, by the way? My week went by very, very, very fast. Mm. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's kind of both. You know, sometimes fast is good and sometimes fast is just like, I had no time to even breathe. But overall, it's good. Well, it's Monday. I know it's Monday. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. Oh, but it's Monday. So the week has just begun. Yeah, but the episode comes out on Saturdays. True. But that's so okay. I'm, I'm probably going to have an okay week. How, based an on. Okay one? Well, I mean, like, I'm feeling weird, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm feeling a little, uh, a little exhausted. I, I started working out again today. So yeah. I need to get back into that rhythm. Yeah. But um, I feel like we should start with our segment that we always start with. Oh, the word of the which day. Which is the word of the day. We love that. We do. It's a, it's a great segment. Mm -hmm. It's a great segment. It's so much fun. Um, do you want to go first? Sure, I will. All right. Okay. My word or phrase of the day is the cat's pajamas. Okay. So, just hearing that, what would you think? Can I just, like, go out on a limb? Please do. I feel like it's, like, another way to say the bee's knees. And what do the bee's knees mean? Um, I, like, that's cool. Like, it's cool. Like, that's the bee's knees. It's, like, super cool or just like, cool? Like, super cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's without it. a sentence? I got what it without heck? a sentence. Okay, well, you'll probably, you'll probably, you might get this. I don't know. Um, well, do you want to give me a sentence anyway? Just because uh, <laughs> okay. I want to hear it in a sentence. Okay, okay. so um, I heard this intro to our podcast that my son Max made, mm. and it was the cat's pajamas. <laughs> it's literally interchangeable with bees and ease. It is, it it's is. Such a, I love those kinds of words, yeah. those kinds of phrases. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> mine would be... It's not as cool. It's it doesn't just, have to be. It's just pressed. That's because you're young and I'm older and I'm cooler. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. But well, anyway. kind of. You have more years on you. I got more of those, yes. Mm. Okay. okay, well, my word is pressed. 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 Hmm. Pressed um, would mean something like pressed for time or pressed like short on something. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Short on something. Yeah. Well, right. but but let me help you. Yeah, please. <clears throat> a sentence, please. So a sentence would be, I, I, I came into school late, and now I'm pressed. You're behind. No. Um. Or, mm, that's not a good one. All right. Um, New one. Oh, the, the deadline. Okay, here we go. The deadline was changed to an earlier date. And now I'm pressed. Oh, it's um, almost like you're stressed because you're you have to do it faster than you would have had to do it. I'm like way off now. No, I mean it's so pressed for time is like this time. Yeah, I don't know. Can you use another one? Yeah, I'll, I'll go for it. Um, so, hmm. Um. All right. So say that first sentence again. You got to school late. You're now I don't think that's pressed. right, though. No? No. 
Well, I'm the only really sentence I can think of is like, why are you so pressed? Stressed out? Not really. Why are you so um, down? Um, you had it kind of like one with one of your first ones, right? When I when it when I thought of it as press for like time, short on time, short on time, short on patience, short on it's like it's just short like tempered. Ah, like uh, like why are you being so pressed? Like okay, why are you so, so short tempered? That's kind of stressed, isn't it? No, kind of, but not really. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So it's more of a, it's more of a, you're like short, you're short. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're, short. Yeah. Okay. Like your answers are, are abrupt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like usually in a negative way. Right. Like if someone asks you how you're doing and you're just like, I'm fine. It's like, why are you pressed? I'm fine. Yeah. Like why that? are you pressed? Okay. It's you're like, ca- as, you're calling them out as Max says, what's your damage? You're Max says, what's that's, your damage? That's good. Mm-hmm. It's good because you know there's something off, mm-hmm. but you're not sure what. So you call them out on it. Yeah. yeah. And like people are cool. always like, are you okay? And like it just. Oh, that's that's what it is. Kind of. It's like. Is everything okay? Why are, are you pressed? Why are you pressed? Is everything okay? So my generation, if if I know just from a sentence, just from. It literally could be from a text. And. I know something's off. I'll say, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that's that type of thing. Why are you pressed? Because I know something's off in a negative way. I wouldn't say it's... I would say, no. like, if it's someone being, like, frustrated. Or, like, like again, short-tempered. Right, which I can, I can sense that with somebody I know very well mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a text. But, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That You had me on that one. I mean, I also had me on that one. <laughs> we had you on that one. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? It's a little tough. The cool thing about doing this is we have um, sayings or... We specifically, like us together, have sayings. We do, but my generation has sayings, um, like word or phrase of the day. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying them for so, so long. It's hard to explain what it means sometimes. It's, it's weird. It's just weird. But that is a perfect example of it. Yeah, it's just the generation gap. It is. Um, we're, ga- we're gapping. We're gapping. Capping. Oh. See. Hey, what does <laughs> cap mean? Don't. What does cap mean, Mom? Uh, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yes, I, I can. can't remember. Um, I'm pretty sure my last sentence that I did it was like shit. So I'll do a better sentence this okay. time. Um, hey, I just won. Oh, wait, no, I said that last time. Um, I just want a giveaway. That's cap. That's awesome. That's pog. But doesn't cap mean that too? Cap, no. Oh, I just want a giveaway. Oh, that. Or I just... I just flew after jumping off of a cliff. Oh, that's oh, cap. Oh, oh, that's bullshit. Yes, exactly. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Okay, because you could have won a giveaway. I have won a giveaway. I know so from the cereal a box. Bad example. Yeah. Um. But, but not everyone wins right. giveaways. That's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're like, okay. Oh, I just made a million dollars. Like. That's uh, cap. B- like mowing a lawn. Yeah. That's cap. Okay. You know what's really funny is you could just keep doing this. 
like reusing words. Or <laughs> just testing me, and I swear yeah. I have no memory for it. But if yeah, I get it. Okay, that's good. All right, word of the day. Done. You can check that off our list. Check. Check, 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 check. Speaking of, we've made a shit ton of lists today. Shit ton. Oh, we love that. Do you know that shit ton has an actual meaning? I looked it up. Okay, please explain. Okay, so I don't remember how much, like, per pound. Wait, it's in a mount? Yes. It's like a ton? Yes. It's But a shit ton is is a certain amount of weight, but it can be broken down to a wet shit ton or a dry shit ton. Which oh my is God. Freaking hilarious. Is it usually talked about like shit? Like wet no, shit and dry no, shit? No, no, It's the ton part. Like a baker's dozen? Uh, a shitter's dozen? That's that's a, a amount. Well, uh, so is a ton is an amount. N- well, that's an, um, that's a quantity. A ton. <sighs> that's, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's, um, I guess you could say a shit ton of corn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like we should ask Siri how much a shit ton of corn is. <gasps> Oh my God. Last time I asked Siri something, I was very far off. Remember right. the private jet conversation? Yes. Oh, God. Ask how much a shit ton weighs. Hey, Siri. How much does a shit ton weigh? Okay. I found this on the web for how much does how much does a shit ton weigh. Check it out. It says 2,000 pounds. It just says a ton. Oh, well. Well. Well, it's, it's an amount. But mm-hmm. we just don't know it right now. Siri doesn't know crap. Siri doesn't know crap. She doesn't. Siri's a robot. Yeah. And she doesn't know, like, pop culture stuff, you know? She doesn't know jack. Jack shit, Tom. Um, okay, well, now we're going to move into... Our topic of the day. Yeah, our topic of the day. Which is not as fun. But, but it's a, equally as important. Absolutely. Or more important, absolutely. I would say. Yeah. Um, our topic of the day is self-doubt. Mm. Self-doubt, because everyone deals with self-doubt. Oh, yes. Um, We deal with self-doubt, if believe it or not. We may seem like these well-put-together individuals, but we're not. But we're not. (laughs) But we're not. (laughs) Um, So. How about about you go first this time? Does that work for you? Yeah, sure. Um, Should I give, like, an example of when I've been feeling or, like, how I describe self-doubt? However you want to address it. Um... Because we don't talk about this in advance. Okay. We yeah, pick true. Our topic, but then we save it, and then whatever comes out comes out. Okay. Well, in that case, um, self-doubt for me, I deal with it a lot, and uh, I used to deal with it a lot more than I do now. I've like pretty much been working on my mental and physical health for like the last year now, and. I uh, have been able to cope with uh, self-doubt and, like, anxiety and stuff like that. But sometimes you, sometimes, like, you just don't feel like you're good enough. You know, sometimes you just don't. And you, you are. So what do you doubt about yourself? Sometimes I doubt my talents. I doubt, like, my mind sometimes. Like, I know I'm a smart individual, but sometimes I just don't feel like it. I just feel doubtful of myself. Mm-hmm. For example, like, talents uh, or, 
like when I'm editing a podcast, for example, like I'll feel overwhelmed and then I'll associate that with, I'm just like doubting myself. Like, can I even do this? But I can, I can do this. And it, it does take, it takes a lot more energy to get through it than it does to just let go than it does to just give up. And you're amazing at it. Giving up? No. <laughs> editing a podcast. Oh yeah, true, true. Editing. Yeah. Um, but what I've been doing recently is looking back to myself a year ago and saying like, no matter where I am now, I'm better than I was doing a year ago. And that might not apply to everybody because you might like just be getting out of something or like just got into something, but you, you need to not be in your head so much. That's what, that's what doubt uh, stems from. It's just like you're being in your head and you're overanalyzing your own overthinking critiques, Absolutely. your own uh, actions, which you make an action and then that's it. You can't take it back. You have to accept the action you've made. You have to work through it and you can't just uh, like let go. You can't give up. It's it's so you don't you don't have a do over. Yeah, exactly. It's not you have one life. No matter, there are some things you can do over, like, oh, I, I put the bread on in the wrong area of my sandwich, like, I put, I put meat, bread, bread, instead of bread, meat, bread, I can do that again, but, like, if you make a a serious, a serious decision, you can't go back on that, and you should just work on it, work with it, so, I just, for example, uh, a, a couple months ago, I made the decision to stop modeling, and that was like a, a really emotional thing for me, and I just, I knew it, it hurt to do that because I really enjoyed it, and I felt like it was um, kind of like my calling, because uh, I've put a lot of work into like looking how I look, but like I, I wasn't doing it for other people, and modeling it's like I'm doing it for other people I'm doing it for myself and I should just document my own progress and stuff on my own terms I don't want people to judge me for how I look because I've gotten so far from how I used to yeah but here's the thing and I don't, I don't mean to interrupt mm-hmm. um, what does it matter what people think well in about how you look in the modeling industry that's all that matters right in the industry that's true the other thing is, and I think we both do this, is our initial reactions to a lot of things, I think it's all good. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes out, we start and we hear it again and again in our head. Then we start going, oh, shoot, should I have said that? Should I have not said that? But I think it always stems from a place of good and positive. Mm-hmm. Well, because we are good and positive individuals right. at heart. Right. And then we sometimes fear what other people think. That's. I think that's a lot of what my uh, brain does. It's, it's always thinking about what other people think of me. And I think that's going to be my downfall if I don't like work on it every single day, which I am. <clears throat> Unfortunately, you get that from me. Mm-hmm. But but we're really, we're good people. We are. We are good people. We have good hearts. We have good intent. And it's okay to, it's okay to 
believe in our initial reaction because probably nine times out of ten it's good. You know, mm-hmm. we might be in the wrong frame of mind and react and like yeah, and when we're, we're all emotional and, we're and stuff. Is that Pre- right? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, exactly. When right? we're short. Right. But Look at nine you. times out of ten, it's good. Mm-hmm. But then we worry about we worry about that think. one time. Yeah. Because like us as people, we want to be good all the time, mm-hmm. but no one is good all the time, no matter who you are. Correct. Everyone has their demons. Everyone has their own things they're battling. And like, if you go up to someone and they're like, yeah, no, my life is 100% good. They're lying. There's, yeah, they're pressed. They're pressed. There's, there's absolutely no, no, no. no way. What was the other one? They're, they're capping. They're capping. Yeah. Yes. That's cap. There's yes. no way right. that you can be. I mean, maybe there is for the. If you're like a, a monk. Percent of a person. I, I feel like know. monks are happy all the time. How can they be? Well, all they do is monk stuff. What is monk stuff? Like meditate. And Some of them can't talk for years and years. And but years. that's their choice, like their specific choice. Right. They choose is, to do that. All right. Okay. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. If like if they wanted to be a monk, because they're they're in. I suppose in every aspect of life, there's there's um. What do you call it? Things you have to give up to do what you want. Like you with modeling. Mm-hmm. You had to give up your own passion passion and your own um ideas Mm -hmm. of modeling and i had to come to terms with reality right because the reality is you got to do whatever they want yes exactly and if it's not what you want you either have to move forward with that and believe it and understand it well understand the reason for it you don't have to agree with it but you have to um, follow their rules mm-hmm. and you did not want to and you know what good for you I just don't feel like that's the kind of person I am right I've been following so many rules in my life and right. like the last thing I want to do is have someone else be in charge Dictate. of my body right exactly and and don't do this and 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 hide that mm-hmm. and and put and your cover hair these this and wear this and, and right like right. yeah it's just um it's not for me right. I thought it was but it's not but you know what you tried it. I tried it. And awesome. I can say that I tried it. That's right. And not a lot of people will like pursue something like that. But I did. Yep. Because I don't I don't I'm not trying to be like cocky or anything, but I don't think I'm like a lot of people. I'm no, I'm pretty unique. Different. Yeah. And um We we um we're even a little weird. We're so weird. Not in a bad way. No. When we say weird, it's like... It's strange. Strange. Well, that's also like a negatively... Yeah, you're right. So is there a good We're like word unique. Unique. Yeah. We're very unique. We're us. Yes. This is us. Yeah, this is us. That was the first episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. For a good reason, too. Yeah. Because we, we are us. We are. Um, oh, yeah. This episode... What what is it called again? What's this one called? Self doubt. So oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the topic self doubt. Um, but what about you? How how uh how do you deal with self doubt? How do you? Mm. So so self doubt right now is kind of big in my life because I'm making lots and lots of changes. So. 
So you know I have a physical therapy practice that yes. is unique in itself because yes. it's not your typical shoulder pain, elbow pain, foot pain. I don't do any of that. Um, that it has its place, but it bores me. I need something that's totally different. So mine is um, I'm a pelvic floor and a woman's health physical therapist, which is very different, and there's it's not many very of specialized. us. Very, very specialized. How many years did you go to school after high school? Uh, well, so... Uh, not including... How not many including, years did you so go to school for, for physical PT, therapy? Yeah. It was six years. <clears throat> six years. That's quite a long time. Yeah, because initially the program was just getting started, so mm -hmm. I didn't have to be full-time, so I worked throughout. But anyway, so yeah, six years of it. So I graduated in 2000. And it's been 21 years, and I love what I do, love what I do. So it's very unique, though. It's very different. And so now it's 21 years, and after COVID, I moved my, pra my practice home. Um, had a bad, a bad breakup with a business partner, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. but still I started over because that's what I do. You push and, through. Yeah, push through. And now it's insurance that's killing me, and it's it's really bothering me. So so about a year ago, I and, started uh, checking into... Before, your, like, your goal for your business is to go cash-based, right? My goal now... My goal always has been, but I've never really put effort into it. Until starting cash, now? Until starting about a year ago mm -hmm. after COVID, because... Mm -hmm. Now the insurance companies are off the wall. It's ridiculous. So I'm chasing money well over a year ago from what insurance should be paying me and they don't. And it's, it's honestly killing me. So in that same amount of time when I started practicing on my own again out of my house, I bumped into something online that's called Tribe. Mm -hmm. And... It was super cool. I don't even know how I found it, but it's a it's a membership site that teaches you how to create memberships. And there are literally five thousand plus people in this group. And when I you thought, say group, where is this group uh, located? Like, where can you find it? Um, it's online. Uh, honestly, I think it's called. I, I don't even know what it's called. Tribe.com. I don't even know. Can you find it on like social medias? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Social media, uh, mm -hmm. Facebook. Um, uh, meta. Meta, now it's meta. meta. Meta, as of what? That's weird. As of ago. like a week ago, yeah. unless. Right. So, yes, you can. So, it's a program that, first of all, I have never spent money on trying to make my business bigger and better. Um, and I know that you're supposed to. But I've always done it on my own, and I have a hard time giving up. Asking for help? Well, asking for help, but, but because I'm so particular mm -hmm. with what I want. And I've done very well without having to hire people. But I know that that is an aspect in business that you should do because mm -hmm. you know the old saying you gotta spend money to make money yeah, yeah i was just about to say that you have exactly. to spend money to you make money spend money to make money that's so, uh, that's what we did for the podcast 
Exactly. We had to spend money, and hopefully one day we can start making money. Right, and if we don't, it doesn't matter because... We freaking love doing this. So you have to... You know, in business, they say you have to spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've decided to do. And um, so I bumped into this thing, and it's a whole new aspect of business that I'm not used to. You know, I'm used to the one-on-ones. People come in, and I treat them. I build their insurance, and then I chase the money from insurance, not from the people from insurance. And it's getting old. And... Ever since COVID hit, it's like a hundred times worse where I'm literally chasing money from a year ago. So I am, I, I have a, um, I have a business person. I have a office person who literally I pay her for 20 hours a week and probably 95% of what she does is chase money, which is due to me. So I'm spending money to, to get, get my money. money back Yeah, because I'm also really like, you know what? Screw you. It's my money and I want it. So it's just wrong. Anyway. Insurance is messed up. It's awful. It's, it's not like, regulated. It's so corrupt. It is. It's There's so nothing corrupt. about insurance that's good. You know, as as a as a person that has to buy insurance to have health care, they don't cover anything. Or or your deductible nowadays is six thousand dollars per person, which is ridiculous. As a provider who treats people and we take insurance, they pay us nothing. And every year it goes down and down and down what they reimburse us. So um, it's just been awful this past year with insurance. And more more than ever now, it's very important for me to go cash-based because mm. literally I'm at the point where I can't do this anymore. I love what I do, but I cannot do it with insurance. Would so, you say it's like a, a Titanic situation, like a sinking? You've hit an iceberg. I, I have. It's I'm. It's awful. It's awful. It it makes me. It it makes me not want to deal with insurance ever again. But I still want to help people, and. People are in the same boat. They have insurance. They can't afford to pay the deductible. They can't come. It's just, it's awful. So anyway, um, so I know that I have to spend money to make money in my business and I have to go cash base. So with the tribe thing, it was so cool what it was about. But while I, while I um, took the course... I was dissolving my practice mm -hmm. and I was moving home and I was trying to open a new practice. You're literally never doing one thing at a time. I know. You I'm not. are always multitasking. I would love to do one thing at a time. <clears throat> but maybe someday. Maybe someday. That's Hopefully my goal. soon. That's my goal. So all of these things are happening and I bumped into this thing and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is, this is really cool. Because I'm also, what am I? I don't know, 56-ish? I don't remember. I don't, I don't even know. No, you're 56. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I also don't want to do this for 20 oh, more years. Oh, my God. You're kind of like your birth year backwards. <laughs> you're right. You were born in 65, and now you're, you're 56. Right. You're right. So. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> so I decided I'm going all in mm -hmm. on this, and I did the best I could to keep up with it. It's it's The program is very rigorous, and the amount of work you have to do weekly is just unbelievable, but I did my best. And then I fell behind. But the concept is amazing. So 
long story short, um, I got most of it ready and it's, it's a membership site that can you describe can what a membership site is so, uh, for the people who don't yeah. understand? So a membership site has been going on for years and years. When you, when you, um, uh, buy Netflix, mm -hmm. it's a monthly fee. Mm -hmm. That's a membership site. Yes. When you, um, buy Amazon prime or which Spotify is an annual or anything like that, it's a membership. Mm -hmm. It's something that you pay for month after month after month or, annually, or yearly. Yeah. Right. And you get something for it. So it's, it's a tool to use to go from, as I think about moving forward and not wanting to do one-on-one -on -one 100% of the time anymore, it's a tool for me to be able to do online stuff. Basically, for me, with physical therapy, it's a way for me to help people instead of one-on-one, -on -one, which there are only so many hours in a day, I can only see so many people in a day, so you can't grow mm -hmm. beyond that without hiring other people, and that in itself is just an it's insurance a lot of, nightmare. Yeah. So it's a way to help people, uh, many people at one time. Many people with the same uh, issues. With the same issues, or, or the same, any kind of woman's health issue or pelvic floor issue. It's, it's a way for me to move forward in my life and back down on the one-on-one. -on -one. And eventually I want to be 100% online so I can actually travel like and spend do time with your family, places, spend time with my kids, but I could still anywhere in the world I could be, but still do this. still work. So it's so appealing to me. It's mm. so very appealing to me. So yeah, I put money into it and, and I'm working on that. The self-doubt part of it is I know I'm amazing at what I do mm -hmm. because I because I work really hard at it and and I just know I am because I get great results and it works. The self-doubt part of it is what if nobody wants to be a part of it? What if I fail? What if people fail? I know. I know. I'm, this is the self-doubt part for mm -hmm. me. You know, what if I put all this time and effort and money into this and it goes nowhere? And part of the self-doubt part is afraid to move forward with it when I'm at the point where it's time to move forward with it and put it out there and see who wants to join. And what if nobody does? And then, you know, your brain goes... Oh crap, I've been doing this for a year and a half. I've been really focusing on trying to move forward and what if it's a dead stop? Now, I know me, I know who I am. I know I wouldn't stop trying, but that first time out it's hard. It's it's the It's hard to put yourself part. out there like for the first time. It is. It's it's crazy. And then and then you go to the wow, the time I spent, the the sacrifices I made. I mean, honestly, I'm working way, way, way too many hours. You're working way week. harder than you need to be. Right. But, but in this past year and almost a half, it's because I want to make a huge change. So there's a lot of work you got to put into it. And it's like pulling the trigger. That's the hard part for me is pulling the trigger. Mm -hmm. So... 
I mean, that's just one piece of self-doubt mm-hmm. for me. But that's a big piece with where I am in my life right now. As far as, man, I spent a lot of energy on this. And You're it's taken away from my family and my fun. And, you know, literally I work, oh, I don't know, 60, 70, sometimes 80 hours a week. Oh, no. Okay. I'm going to, okay. So give me like a, your daily routine. Give me like, when do you start work? What, at, around what time do you start work? So it depends if it's a work day, like patient day. Let's say it's like it's a, a, a Tuesday, day. like you have a right, work so it's day. A patient day. So my first one starts at 845. I start work at probably eight o'clock mm-hmm. and at the earliest seven o'clock. So there's the answer to that. And then you get like a, a lunch break around like one ish. I don't take a break. No, it's no. my lunch break is 30 minutes, but I'm. You're doing paperwork and stuff. I'm doing everything, yeah. And then when do you, when is your last patient of the day? Or client? So the last one scheduled would be at 4.15. That will take me to 5 or 5.15. But I don't end there. That right there is like nine hours. Yeah. That's a lot. But you have to realize that I own this company, mm-hmm. so it's not just going to work and seeing clients. It's it's pre- You're pretty much like uh, responsible for everything that happens with your business. Everything. So I have to see the clients. I have to um, do the charting, which takes time because I chart very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes time to be pristine. Well, it's, it's that if I don't chart well then the next time I see them, I don't understand where I left off, where I was at. Mm -hmm. I have to, when somebody calls, I have to get their information. I have to call the insurance company, see what their benefits are. Um, That in itself, you could be on the phone with an insurance company for 45 minutes on hold. It's ridiculous. Kind of sounds like a, kind of sounds like the power company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I mean, everybody does. It's I'm not like yeah. I'm not like, oh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. It's just it's what it is. I mean, I literally could I could literally decide tomorrow that I'm just gonna go get a job and stop doing what I do. And I can't say it didn't cross my mind because if I worked I mean, my goal when I started this business out of my house after COVID was for me to work two days a week, Tuesday, Thursday, treating people. And I have um, somebody that does Wednesday and Friday treating mm-hmm. people. We have Mondays off. And it sounded great, except I work every day. So I literally could get a job two days a week and make money and use the other five days to get my membership up and running and and go from there, but I can't say I haven't thought of it. It's, it's just, like, speaking from as your son, it's just not you. It's not me. I don't want to follow their rules, their guidelines. I've been there. I've done that. Nobody knows what I do. They don't know how I do it, and they want me to do it their way, and it's never going to happen. Never, never going to happen because because they don't understand what I do. A regular PT clinic does not understand what I do. It's a very unique type of therapy, and they want me to, you know, see somebody for 30 minutes, see somebody, see three people at once. No, it's never going to happen. Never. So I struggle with that. 
that's why you're doing this membership thing so you can so you can see like like multiple More. people at one time because it's like a class almost it is instead of um yeah. like a uh, an appointment right <clears throat> and, and i feel always, like uh, i've always wanted to do the fun part of mm-hmm. pt not just one-on-ones like like create a course and like demonstrating s- exercises and like uh stuff like that teaching even, people new stuff yeah, create a course and have people come to it i mean that stuff is fun yeah, doing stuff like that—that that stuff to me is fun, but I've never gotten there because it's always the insurance, the administrative, the insurance, the you know. I, I love treating. I'm not gonna lie, but I can help way more people. I can. So, so a big part of that for me about starting it is the self-doubt piece. That I don't know the thought of working this hard. For so long, and then it just flopping. I I will say that you specifically, mom, you're doing a lot better than a lot of people. Like, you have kids that love you. You're a great freaking mom. You're so caring and respectful, and you. <clears throat> everyone has their moments of like frustration, like. Like, uh, my, like you wish we helped out more around the house and like, but, uh, you, you're, you handle it so well because you've been doing it for so long and that's, but I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm pretty much just saying you've been stressed out for a very long time and it's kind of like your new normal, mm-hmm. but one day I'm going to help you l- live on the beach like like you've always dreamed of and just like toes in the sand every freaking day of the week and like working on your computer on the beach, helping people, helping people. And like, that's, that's also what I want because a lot of your stress, uh, like seeing you like this is really stressful for me. I know. Just because we are so connected and, um, I just, I really, 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 really respect you as a person and not not even just because you're even if you weren't my mom I'd respect you so deeply as a person and I'd want to be around you all the time because you're such a you're such a great individual and you have such a great aura and again like you doubt yourself and I doubt myself but most of the time other people uh they don't see that they don't see those parts of you and the people that do, they understand. Like me, I see those, I see your lows and I see your highs. And you see my lows and you see my highs. And what we got to do is we got to be there for each other. You, you can't, you can't go through this world on your own. No matter how independent you think you are, you need help. Like everyone needs help. And that's what we should do as like a community and as a society. And the world is such a dystopia nowadays and it's awful, but hopefully one day we can get back to a normal, like everyone loves each other type of, uh, I don't, I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think America's ever been like that. I don't think everyone's ever loved no, each other, I don't think so but either. my idea of a utopia is Everyone is supportive of each other and their uh, situations and their goals and choices that they make. And um, 
you could literally go across the street and ask for someone's help and they'd help you. Like that's my idea of a oh, utopia. That'd be beautiful. That would be it would be marvelous. It would be but but that's not that's not how it is. And we just gotta work through it. And but like again, you're I'm lucky to have you and you're lucky to have me. We're lucky to have someone like ourselves in each other's lives that push us and support each other. And um I don't know, I love Absolutely. you. Absolutely, I love you too. So it's it's funny you say that that way because that's kind of what I want to do for the membership is I have plenty of people that um, that want to come to PT, but they can't afford it because of insurance. You know, maybe their deductible is too high. Maybe their co-payments are too high and they just can't. And I feel bad for people like that because I know there's help for it. So... Part of my thought for the this membership site is it's for women, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I could always do another one for men, but it's for women. And it so women's health PT pretty much incorporates every stage of life, every everything that can happen from being young to wetting the bed and trying to figure out how to stop that from being, you know, a teenager and uh, maybe you have really, uh, really painful menstrual cycles, endometriosis, stuff like mm -hmm. that, and it's never diagnosed in, for 10 years and you don't know why you're different, but there are things that can help with that. It could be you get pregnant and you have pain with pregnancy and bad deliveries because you don't know that there are alternatives I deal with that. It could be, um, it could be as you go through menopause, um, all the bad things that can happen with that from a female, and I can help with that. I mean, there's so many different components of it that almost every woman goes through, almost every one. That my idea for this membership is to be able to help a ton of people at the same time going through all these issues and also at the same time within the membership is these women that join, they find um, friends within the membership and accountability partners that, hey, you know what, we know we have to do this, let's do it together and let's, you know, let's conquer it together. So it, there isn't, there really isn't a component of life in a woman's life that PT isn't there that can help. So it's funny you say that because that's kind of what I am designing. So it's in the works. It's in the works. It's in the works. And you, you can say proudly that you are getting help, right? You're not just doing it on your own. No, I hired, <clears throat> I finally hired somebody that's helping me do that. And, um, and I've, yeah, I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. And um, just to clarify, it doesn't, just because you have help doesn't make you any less of, uh, of like an individual. Like, oh, I need help. That means I'm not good enough. Everyone needs help. No matter who you are, there are always going to be people that will, that you will benefit from and that you, it will be, you know, it's kind of like the animal kingdom. There are 
animals that have mutual friendships because they both benefit off of each other and it would be like unlikely like a little tiny fish and a shark right the the shark will protect the fish and the fish will take the parasites off of right. the shark exactly it's kind of like that like not just in humans a it happens a symbiotic relationship yep. and it it's not just it's not just humans it's not just us it's it's all life i should have done it sooner but 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 it's okay cuz you're doing it now right we always say we should have done this or like, what if like, that's a, that's a lot of doubts. Like that's where doubts stem from. It's right. like, I was, I was listening to you listening, uh, talking about your doubts and you were saying a lot of what ifs, like what if people don't think I'm good enough? What if people don't join? But like, uh, people, some, sometimes people aren't going to join. Sometimes people aren't going to like you and the people that are going to like you, they're going to support you and they're going to be like the, the foundation of what you build. And like, I, I, I don't have a lot of friends, but like, I do have some friends that really stick by me and you have some friends that really stick by you and people that will literally never leave your side. And we just have to remember that we aren't in this alone and you can always ask for help. No matter what situation you think you're in, it, you aren't alone. You, um, you can always find someone to help you out, help you with a situation that you're in or um, a choice that is difficult to uh, make. But self-doubt is just so, it's so, it consumes us. Totally. It, con- it totally consumes us and it makes us not us. Right. It turns us into a completely different person. And, and nobody really sees it <laughs> when you're doing it. Nobody mm-hmm. really sees it. They think you're put together and... Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you have, you, oh, that's, you're doing great. And, but you know, you don't share your self doubt. But, but but like, this is a, it is not a bad thing if you have somebody you can share it with and can help you through it. Yeah. That's kind of like a, that's another aspect of this uh, podcast. Like we're, we're being like completely honest with each other and like everyone that's listening to this and, um, we aren't perfect. Like literally no, nobody's perfect and we, we just got to help each other out. Sometimes you're not going to like somebody and that's okay. And sometimes someone's not going to like you and that's okay. You just got to move on. And uh, then for every person that doesn't like you, there's like three people that will. Yeah. But it's not even the likes me or not likes me that, that or supports. Is that a better word? Um, I don't know. I mean, I suppose when I was younger, I thought like that. And now it doesn't matter to me if somebody likes me or doesn't like me. It's more, I think my self-doubt now is more about my ability to move forward and and create, th- create something. I know I have the skills mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things I don't know. There's tons of things I don't know as far as... Um, the technical component and you know the wording isn't there for me and and how to do that so that's when it's time to hire it out and I'm that's what I'm doing to try to make it happen Mm -hmm. I really really want it to happen Um, so that's why I'm taking this route that maybe I should have done a long time ago but shoulda coulda woulda doesn't matter shoulda coulda woulda shoulda coulda woulda Mm -hmm. 
what matters is that you're doing it now. Exactly. No matter when you, so if you have a, if you have a passion or something that you want to do, don't be like, hey, I should have done this so much sooner, like blah, blah, blah. You're doing it now. You're, you're working on it now. And no matter like how far you are into your life, I, I might only be like 19 years old and there will be like adults listening to this, but I, I know that how, no matter how far you are into your life, it's never too late to work on a passion. It's never too late to do something you love. And I, I will probably live by that till the day I die. Like I just, you, you do, you're on this world for you. You're on this earth for you. You're not here to meet other people's uh, expectations. You, you just, you need to live for yourself and it's really hard to do sometimes. And sometimes you just like really, really focus on other people's depictions of you. Especially when you're an introvert. I feel like I'm an introvert. You are, I am. Yeah. And they're, and like some people are extroverted, but they still have these kinds of, uh, these kinds of, uh, problems or like these kinds of situations that happen. Some people just like everyone, everyone has issues. Every, whether, I'm not saying like issues like, like everyone mental, physical, self-doubt. everyone has self-doubt. And everyone has to deal with it. Most people won't know about it unless you talk about it, and which is why we're talking about it. And we're trying, trying to, to bring real. awareness yeah. to, like, it's okay to, to want help. It's okay to ask. And maybe, maybe in the um, the family setting, that's something we should be asking our children, our parents. Um, like, do you doubt yourself? Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a topic for conversation, but it's it's also a healing kind of topic when when you speak with somebody about it and they assure you that you know there's nothing wrong. You're doing it the It'll right way. It'll be okay. Just like keep going. Yeah. Reassurance is very helpful, and I know I know quite a few people who don't feel comfortable talking to their siblings or like their parents because they don't, they aren't on good terms, but that doesn't mean you can't like have a really good friend or like a, um, like a, um, what's the word? A mentor. A mentor or like an adult figure in your life. But it doesn't also mean that you can't create a relationship Mm -hmm. that's good within the family. Uh, like one of, one of the like biggest, biggest freaking quotes and like that I know is that you've taught me is you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you can choose what kind of people you surround yourself with. And, um, like when I was, when I was younger, I, I surrounded myself with pretty, pretty good people. And I still have some of those people with me today. And I, I wouldn't say I'm still like as close with them, but I still have them. And, um, well, COVID played a big role. Oh, yeah. COVID did play a big role. Also, yeah. like, after high school, like, people who you think are your best friends will, like, lose contact with you, and no matter how close you were. But it doesn't mean they won't come back. Yeah. You, they or y- you or them have to make an effort. Mm-hmm. You you can't just, like, because people take different paths. Yeah. For example, I have a friend. Uh, his name is Jackson. He took a completely different path than me. He's uh, He's working down not working. He's going to school down in uh, Massachusetts, I believe. 
doing some like uh, architectural stuff. And um, that's just like not what I'm doing. But I feel that at some point in my life, we're going to reconnect. And same with like uh, this kid, Ian, that I grew up with. Um, We lost contact because he went to a different high school Mm -hmm. and we're slowly, slowly getting back into like back into like a friendship. And one of these days we're just going to we're going to hang out and then it's going to be like we never left. Exactly. That's that's how that's how friends work. You know, the thing is, is um, after high school. It happens to everybody because unless you go the same route as one of your mm-hmm, good friends mm-hmm. or you all go the same route, you still have to work at, you know, staying in touch and keeping in contact and and then it comes back around. So it goes around, goes around, goes around, comes back right? around. Mm-hmm. But you're right. And who says they don't have any self-doubt? True. And, like, so, something that I realized is that in high school, high school, like, popularity does not matter after high school. Like, you can be, like, the most popular kid in high school, Mm. and that's, like, when you peak. Some people peak in high school, and, like, then they just, like, get an office job, and no one knows their name. And some people are just, like, introverted in high school, and then that's when they build a name for themselves, after high school, and... Like, that's kind of like what you did. You, you, you and I, like, we weren't really, like, the popular kids. We, we had a very, very small friend group. Oh, yes. But look at us now. We're, like, we've grown, and, and I still have so much more growing to do. Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. You know, you never stop. But you're right, because it's funny. Um, there's kind of a saying for that. So when I was a junior, and, you know, all the, obviously, my whole class was a junior there was one person in that class that was it was a guy and he was all his friends were seniors he was like a, a big fish in a small pond yeah. you know mm-hmm. and he didn't really hang out with the juniors he hung out with all the seniors but then the next year he was a senior and all of the seniors were gone and he had no juniors to hang out with. So he was kind of in that boat. Mm-hmm. The same idea when you're a senior, even if your friends are all seniors, you know, as a senior, you're a big fish in a small pond. When you leave that, you're a whether small you, fish in a huge exactly, pond. Exactly. Whether you go to college or you work or whatever, now you're a small fish in a big pond, and it's so different. Um, and that's how life works. Uh, yeah. And um, I just know that. If uh, something I would have uh, done differently in high school is I would have definitely focused on myself more mm-hmm. instead of like how other people perceived me. And um, I wish I wish in high school they taught you things that would actually benefit oh, your adult life. Right. Like like you have to take four years of math and like right. they just expect you to be like an engineer or something. But it's like 2021 and like people some people just like that's not a very practical it's some not practical yeah exactly like crypto is huge now and like uh like my younger brother reese he wants to be an underwater marine welder mm-hmm. and like like trade school is huge now that wasn't was that a thing when you trade were growing school. up not as big but it's big now because uh, the world has realized without tradespeople, the world won't go on mm-hmm. We need people to do that kind of, to do that stuff and to be passionate about that kind of stuff. And you make good money at Mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And so, for example, um, uh, Max has a friend, Calvin, who who uh, does coding. And coding is a... Um, like, 10, 20, 30 years ago, you wouldn't have, like... You wouldn't have been coding. Like, yeah. you would have been, like, an engineer. You would have been, like, a, a doctor. But people make a lot of money working on computers now. And I had a, a friend who was actually the valedictorian of my class. His name was Jay. Um, and he was, like, the most humbled, like, sweetest, smartest guy I've ever met. And he's probably going to go to, like, some pristine college, or if not, he is already in a pristine college and going to, like, do so much good in this world. And, uh, but, like, he's not going to be, like, a, like, a, what is it word? Um, like an orthodox, like a super orthodox job. He's going to be like coding or like he's going to work on, he really loved robots and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He would, um, he would work on like robotics. I remember that was a, um, a, a new sort of, a curriculum that was brought into the high school recently. It was like robotics mm -hmm. where you'd like build robots for a class and him and his friend like got a, got like a record for like a robot and right. like it's crazy how like we we are making progress but just not nearly enough the well you know and part of that is the school curriculum you know that's a huge thing and you know you have to have four years of math four years of english four years of science for, to make you well-rounded but that's not for everybody you want to hear a fun fact sure uh, the curriculum in America has been the same for the last 500 it's years. ridiculous. 500 years. Right. It's ridiculous. And, and then, you know, I, I, w I went to school. I mm -hmm. graduated high school. I went to college. I graduated four years of that, hated what I did, went back to college. And it is not necessary to have every – this is my opinion – as an adult, as a, as a, as a, as somebody who went through the system, mm -hmm. it is not necessary to have every one of those courses. To me, it's a moneymaker. Once you get out of high school, I mean, yeah, the well-rounded have some of this, but there's got to be options. Not everybody is good at math. Not everybody is good at science. Not everybody is good at English, English and language and all that. So well-rounded, I get that. But, but oh my God, things in the world have changed, and that has not. And as far as college goes, it is ridiculously expensive. And I'm sorry, if you do not know what you want to do when you get out of high school, do not, I repeat, absolutely do not go right into college. Because all you're going to do is rack up a bill. And the bills are ridiculous. So much money. If you don't know what you want to do, then don't go. You're better off taking a year or two off and and seeing what you want to do because you're also very young. And, you know, it's, it's like schools push you to do that. Schools push you and make you feel stupid if you don't go to college, which is ridiculous. And, you know, I'm... I went to school right out of high school, had no idea what I wanted to do, got a four-year degree in something I hated. And that was $113,000 that I had to pay back for something I didn't even like doing. It's so much money. And, and it affects the 
entire rest of your life because now you're in debt. And then I went back to school to do something I loved. If you don't know what you want to do, and there will be probably most parents out there will not agree with me, and that's okay, you don't have to agree with me, but I am a prime example of wasting money in school after high school trying to figure out what I want to do. And it just makes no sense to me. It's like insurance. They're there to make money. Mm -hmm. College, there's no way you can tell me getting a, de a degree that's going to cost you $200,000, $300,000, you're paying it off the rest of your friggin' life. The rest of your life. I mean, you can't even get an apartment sometimes because of all the money you're paying back. And there is no way in hell that it's worth that kind of money. I'm sorry. I don't believe it is. So, and I have tried to teach every one of you boys, if you do not know what you want to do, please do not go to college until you know. College is good when you know what you want to do, but it's not for everybody. And, and it's a waste of money if you honestly don't know what you want to do. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So... Anyway, that was a tangent. I wouldn't say that was a tangent. It was inspirational. Okay. Most parents won't, won't, won't agree. agree with me. But you aren't most parents. And most parents are living in the past. They're, they're, they are doing what they know. and. But we all kind of do what we know. We follow what we think is the right thing to do. But, you know, and maybe, maybe a lot of kids will go to college and graduate and get a job. But I don't think that's the case. You put that kind of money into it and you get a job or you can't even find a job in your field. I mean, nobody talks about that. They mm. should spend more time in high school trying to figure out what, what maybe might be interesting for you to do. Like maybe in high school they should do things like in your junior and senior year or even before that, who knows, um, do like a one-week shadowing instead of well community service is good don't get me wrong but maybe they should have like a one week you have to shadow a job some type of job and just follow them around and see if it interests you if it excites you you know because you don't get that you don't you get that in college when you're ready to graduate depending on what you're doing some of them and what if you don't like it there's four years worth of up to fifty thousand dollars a year it's just, it blows my mind. I mean, we are raising kids to be in debt and making them think that college is the end-all be-all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how many of them, I have not done the research, how many of them don't get a job in their degree, in mm -hmm. their field of expertise? You know, it's ridiculous. It has to be a big number. It's huge. It's huge. And then, bring it back to self-doubt, what if you're the kid that doesn't want to go to college because you don't know what you want to do? You know, then you feel bad because, you know, I should be going, I, you know, oh my so God. So all of my friends are going to college and like, they know what they want to do, but they aren't you. If you don't know what you want to do, you shouldn't pursue something until you're ready. Right. Because even out of high school, you can, you can shadow somebody. If you think, I wonder if this would be fun, then you find somebody in that field and say, Hey, can I follow you around for a day or two? And see what I think about it. Mm -hmm. That's how you learn. That's how you learn interests and stuff. You think of something that might sound cool 
and actually follow somebody around and maybe it's not so cool or maybe it's amazingly cool. Mm -hmm. But it didn't cost you anything. It didn't cost you $200,000 to figure out if you were going to like it. And, oh, I, I mean, debt is ridiculous. And to come out of high school or college and be in that much debt, it's like you're playing the game. You're scrambling trying to get out of it, and it makes it makes you put life on hold. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. What a powerful episode. Yeah, we knew it would be. Yeah. We, we tried this one before, but I don't think we were, either of us were in the right state of mind. But we were ready this time. Absolutely. Um, but I know that next episode is going to be a lot more lighthearted. Mm, more fun. A lot more fun. So. What's the next episode on? Um, I believe it's on fashion, actually. Oh God, I'm so in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's on it's on fashion. And uh, I think specifically it's um, how has fashion changed from when you grew up to now? Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is specifically. Okay. But we're not going to talk about it. We're that. not going to talk about it at we're all. We're not going to talk about it mm -hmm. at all. And guess I'm what? I'm having a little self-doubt mm -hmm. on fashion. Yeah. Yeah. But but that's all right. But we work through it. We will. We will work through it. Um, and I think that's that's all for today. I think that might be a wrap. You want to you wanna say the magic <gasps> words this time? I think it's time to bid you adieu. I think it's time to bid you adieu. And you and you and you. And you and you and you. And you, and you.